welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. We love a link tree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on all the links. One link reveals how you can help fund our adventure to London to cover DragCon UK. Your donation might get you an exclusive Block Talk pin. How cool is that? We've got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to, well, tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheatinTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. In Nepo Babies, out healthy marriages. Happy New Year, bitches! It's time for the Pop Five Weekly Wrap Up. If a headline was made, and it's fair game for shade. And joining me this week on the panel, it's Mikey. Who are you? Healthy marriages, sis. There's nothing about that that screams healthy. That's why it's out. It's completely gone. No more. Bye bye. Oh, so we're only toxic marriages are in, I guess, in twenty. Absolutely. I would be so oh my. toxic. Toxic marriages are, um, listen, it's not necessarily toxic and it's just more open. It's not free. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> so we will be taking five pop culture topics, headlines, stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're going to break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening in a given week, so some of your favorites might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram. No promises. Um, Happy New Year. Um, I heard Happy you were a karaoke fiend last night. It's always the vibe. Our favorite bar in town has karaoke night last weekend of the month, usually. And it fell, happened to fall this time on New Year's Eve. And it was just an amazing time. Obviously, everybody loves karaoke and everybody loves drinking on New Year's Eve. And, and it was just fun. What did you sing? I sang Let's Hear It for the Boy, obviously classic. And I sang, so it went Happy New Year. We all, you know, popped the cork, woohoo, kiss, kiss, kiss. First song, I was the one singing it in the new year. And it was Copacabana from Barry Manilow's classic hit. Do you identify more as a Rachel Berry or a Kurt? The Santana Lopez baby. Who the fuck's this Rachel Barry and Kurt bullshit? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. You do not pull what you just did and say you're a Santana. Santana would sit in the back and, and judge everybody. No, she Those wouldn't. She would like, sit in the back and judge. Starting off the new year singing Copacabana. No, she would start off, she would judge everybody, but then show them how it's done. Not on Copacabana. Oh my God. I was, Homosexual. I was living my Copacabana fantasy. Is there a video? I'm sure there's a video. Nope. I well, there might be, but I don't have access to it, so. Yeah, go to TikTok. I'm sure. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> search little no. gay boy. And, and no, 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 no. None of the people in this bar know how TikTok works. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's begin um, with some people who know how to network, and by network, be born by famous people. Nepo babies, they make their dreams come true. Everybody is somebody's kid, and after an article in the New York Magazine, it's become clear they're running Hollywood. 
child of a celebrity has been reduced to a catchy buzzword called Nepo Baby, which has brought to life after a series of TikTok videos comparing the offspring to their famous parents. This article highlighted the likes of Jack Quaid, Maya Hawke, Zoe Kravitz, Dakota Johnson, and our fan favorite on the podcast, Ben Platt, just to name a few. The article created such a buzz that other news outlets ran stories about the best and worst of the Nepo babies in 2022, showing side by side of Nepo babies we didn't even know were Nepo babies. Nepo baby Allison Williams, soon to be star of Megan and daughter of news anchor Brian Williams, said that if you trust your own skill, it becomes very simple to acknowledge it, which is a very fair point. But for some people, catching a big break is few and far between. For the Nepo babies, maybe many of them are handed a life of opportunity. Are we being fair to the Nepo babies? Okay, so I think with the Nepo babies specifically, I don't, I don't think the Hollywood Nepo babies are the biggest, like, issue with this. I think, like, political Nepo babies, uh, Nepo babies in, like, business. Just uh, at Meghan McCain right now. Come on. Like, that's She took I offense have, to it. She literally took offense to it. Which she should, because she is the problem. She is not the moment. Um, but, like, that's where I have a huge issue, is with people... Uh, kind of that coming forward. And then Bar- I saw Barbara Corcoran. She's one of the Shark Tank people. She was like, I will mm-hmm. not invest in rich kids stuff because it's just not worth it because like they've had all these opportunities and I want to give opportunities to people who like me went from the ground up. She's like, I'll probably only invest in my kids and it's my kids. That's the only reason why. But like, I kind of like that mindset. But like when it comes to Hollywood, like you either have it or you don't. Yeah, you can keep getting made movies because you're paying for them, but like that doesn't necessarily mean you're getting all these gig after gig after gig. I mean, like, because Jamie Lee Curtis is a Nepo baby and nobody really considers her one because of right. how prolific and talented she is. And that's the thing. Like, if you are talented and you are prolific with what you're doing, yeah, you got a head start with Kate Hudson. Again, another little head start. Very talented, but she also doesn't get as much work as Jamie Lee Curtis because she does kind of run the Nepo baby line a little more closely than Jamie does. It's like a thin line. And I think like with Hollywood and this whole scandal about how Hollywood's run by nepotism, all industries are run by nepotism. Find me a major industry that's not. The only thing that makes me care less about Hollywood being run by it is that it's not making big political decisions. Politics is run by fully by nepotism. Go in there and see who they really should be doing articles about whose parents were politi- politicians and who's now running the country. Cause it's literally like we're handing down the torch. Bush's is a huge example of this. Of course. Um, and, and hopefully we will never have another Trump anywhere near an office. Um, but I know that was their end goal. Um, Next year, baby. or two. Years let's, from now. let's discuss some of the names I already mentioned and, and let's decide have they made it on their own or have they used their parents' platform? Ooh, I love this. Let's, let's, let's start off. You know what? We're not even going to, we've already, we already decided Ben Platt. Oh, he's, Ben Platt's he's, trash. He would, trash, I, trash. I would, if I had Ben Platt's money and if I had Ben Platt's dad, I would be exactly in that same position. And I will die on that hill. He's untalented. We know this. And I am untalented. <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, let's go with Dakota Johnson. What's something she's been in? Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Nepo. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Oh, I like Zoe Kravitz, but I, I think, think she's I think Nepo she's okay. Still. 
I don't. I I think she's made it on her own. I think she still maybe needs a little bit more for me to say she made it on her own. But right now it's like towing the line. Maya Hawk. Ooh, I always forget. I would not say not at all. I would say no on her own. She did. She's doing very, very well on her own. I always forget she's uh, has famous parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Wade also made it. I think I really like him as an actor, and I think he's doing some really big stuff. His only problem is you look at him, you're like, oh, I see your dad. Literally, you can see his dad in his face. Well, um. Do you, do you think Nepo babies have to work harder to plead their deserving case for success? Because we, we just went through five people and we're kind of split in the middle of them. Um, what, what do they need to do? Or do they just say, this is who I am, I accept it. And if I don't get the part, then I know I can ask mommy and daddy for money. I just feel like people need to own it. Like, yep, my parents are famous. What do you want me to do? I'm in the industry. What do you want me to do? I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis kind of did that to an mm-hmm. extent. Like, just go own it. Say, yeah, my parents are famous. I got my I mean, start. I, I, it's not a new thing. Why it's become a thing this year at this, with this article, I don't quite get. Because, I mean, I, I remember I vehemently would not watch Girls because of that, because of the nepotism attached to that show. I was like, there was just no way I could care about watching girls. Who was in girls that was nepotism? Allison Williams, Zo- um, Zosia Mamet, uh, Lena Dunham was part because of everything. The entire cast was offspring of people. Oh, uh, well, I didn't watch girls because it wasn't a good show. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> listen, I'm not, I'm not going to let say people don't deserve it, but I, I do sometimes have to wonder, like, how did they get here? Um, are they getting into auditions because of the name? Yeah. Listen, I, I've been in casting rooms before. I know how the casting game works. If there's something on your resume that looks pretty shiny that you can put in a parenthetical and, and say, this person was in this, you do it. You do it. And when there's a name attached to it, well, that might get us the next five people. It's a, it's a thing. It, it, no one's going to deny it. It's just how we approach it and how I mean, we and- allow them to function, I guess. They want to play on the buzz of like, look at this famous person's child. Will they be good? Will they not be good? And honestly, a lot of the, a lot of nepotism babies get one, maybe two roles. And then where are they now? Like, I love Paris Hilton. When's the last time she starred in a movie? It doesn't matter. She just started in New Year's Eve. She wins. She started. In, oh, she did sing on the stage. But like, I think Paris Hilton's very talented at other things. Acting. And honestly, acting is one of them. She just signed her name to a couple of weird movies. Repo, she knew the assignment. Um, she went in full commit. Like, honestly, she gets shit because she signed up for a couple of movies. And, and then where is she now? I feel like Hollywood and yeah. nepotism babies aren't good. People don't care as much as Hollywood. They care if the movie is going to be you, fun. Do you think if a nepo baby does not share the same name last name as their famous parent helps them a little bit oh 100 percent, because then you fly under the radar a lot easier like so jamie like, lee curtis talk, let, flies let, under the radar and same with uh kate hudson jamie J- curtis is a is a tony curtis it's a famous last name oh i'm gonna be very honest i didn't know her father was famous oh, yeah. oh, i yeah. knew her mother but like also, she very much flies under the radar. And same with well, Kate let, 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 let me give you another name. Billy Lord. Yeah, 
flies under the radar a lot. I wouldn't have, I, I like, yes, her mother's Carrie Fisher, but like flies under that rate. She's like, I don't think anyone too. would ever have known in, in, if her mother didn't die. No, I don't think, but I think she got her, she fully got her start because she said to her mom, I want to do stuff. And Ryan Murphy was like, yeah, let's get a Nepo baby. Ryan Murphy loves Nepo babies. Um, what about um, Margaret Qualey? What has she been in? The maid. She was in um, Fosse uh, Verdon. Played Anna Rankin. I watched one episode of Fosse Verdon and fell asleep. Oh, Sorry, boy. Michelle Williams. Sorry, girl. What about Zoe Deutsch? Like, I feel like I've watched things that she's in, but like, she's one of those people that I just can never place. I'm really um, bad. Leah with- Thompson's daughter. I apparently I'm very bad with Nepo babies. <laughs> I don't oh, know any. Okay, 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 it's fine, it's fine. Um, I mean, this one's obviously shares the same name, Li- Lily Collins. Lily Collins, Lily Collins. Put, you have to give me what was she in? Like, you can't just throw names at me like this. It's very rapid. It's very jarring. I'm I'm thrown off. Now I'm googling who Lily Collins is. Um, I have. I can honestly say I have never seen something Lily Collins is in. You've not seen Emily in Paris. God, no. I have oh, taste. Okay. Okay. Whoa, don't say that to the Emily in Paris fans. There's fans of that show? I had, a, I had a friend tell me, you need to go and do social media in London like Emily in Paris. is like, who's Emily and why is she in Paris? She's, she's a Nepo baby. <laughs> Listen, I mean, her dad is Phil Collins, so I get it. It's fine. Oh, fucking Emily in Paris. All right, let's move on. We all saw this one coming. After being seen out and about with his co-anchor and co-affairer, TJ Holmes has filed for divorce from his wife, Marilee Feibig. According to public records, the TV host and powerhouse attorney are ending their 12-year marriage. News of the filing came after Holmes was photographed out and about with his colleague, Amy Roback. They are officially dating. Want to know how we know? Well, Holmes and Roback were caught passionately kissing in Miami this past weekend. There has been no movement regarding the status of Roback, Roback's marriage to actor Andrew Shu, who has publicly scrubbed his social media of any photos of himself with Amy Roback. They are two consenting adults. Their marriages are over. What about their jobs? <laughs> Definitely can, over. Can the pair continue working on GMA3 without any cause of concern? Um, can they break the stigma of having an affair while trying to maintain a professional relationship? So I think that they just, because they're still on suspension, right? They're, they're, they're investigating. You have to, I mean, you have to investigate to make sure there was no wrongdoing, make sure there's no coercion, but honestly, they're both equally on level footing. As far as I'm aware, I don't know if one is like producer and one is not like, so it's not like they're both each other's bosses. They're just, they're consenting employees. We wouldn't be batting an eye if uh, two of the cashiers at Ulta started dating or I don't know maybe but if they're just if they're on the same level I'm like you know what people meet at work they fall in love whatever I think we're all like affair icky ew ah because of their significant others and that's really shitty and that's definitely something to acknowledge that they're shitty doing that to their significant others rather than just ending those relationships and starting the new one but also with regards to relationships at work people get very weird about it and leery about it and it's because of shit that happens like with the try guys, like mm-hmm. someone in power having an affair with someone underneath them. And that's where it's not okay. 
Like if you want to date your coworker, go date your coworker. I mean, I would not do something like that because it gets real messy when it ends. I, or, are you, or are you saying that because none of your coworkers are attractive enough for you? No, I don't. No, 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 no. Maybe no. I won't date my coworkers. I worked at I worked at the LA LGBT Center for years. There were beautiful, beautiful men. I would never date anybody there because then if it breaks up or you have an affair or you even have like a one night bling, then it's all of a sudden like uh, this is becoming weird and problematic. Especially what about at the banana? No, I didn't have any. I didn't have anyone I was interested in. No, you're you're young and wild then. I know, and I was young and wild at the bar. I just it's just one of those situations where it's like, I don't know. I personally wouldn't do it because if it goes south, it could go in a really bad way, and then you have to see that person every day versus and and that's that's what I think the cause of concern here is. I mean, as of the recording, the pair have been pulled from assignment from GMA3 which is set to resume fully with live shows this week. Are we going to see them? I think we might see them. I don't, I don't think it's at the point yet where I can say with certain they're going to lose their job. Do you, I mean, do you think maybe we'll see them rotate so they're not on screen together? I don't know, because if they have good chemistry, and then they're going to stay. And honestly, if the, uh, if the audience thinks that there's a drama and stuff going on more of them are going to tune in so honestly that that's the concern is i think because this show is yes it's the fun version of good morning america where they're they're a little looser but at the same time it's still a news show how can you have credibility from two people who you're not listening for the news you're seeing if they're going to be flirty on camera together i mean it works well enough for msnbc does it though? I can't stomach Joe and Mika because it's almost well. That's because they're a little nauseating. It's it's almost like I don't like you can see the misogyny like just coming out of his body. Like that's because they're just a little much. But I I don't know. I I don't want to. I honestly, who the fuck's watching Good Morning America? Um, a lot of people actually. I mean, once Katha and Hoda, Kathy and Hoda left wasn't my vibe that's the today show moron see i clearly don't watch none of this shit and hoda is still there with um the bush baby it's not the same the bush baby is very famous now nepo baby it's not the same and a bush well problematic um it's just not the same i just miss the two of them together like i didn't honestly when you like people when y'all yes when y'all started talking about this tj holmes what's her name amy roback mm-hmm. i was like who are these people mm-hmm. i don't know i mean listen i i get it you have a full-time job you do not focus on the telly uh in the middle oh. of the day when they're on the telly so i i get it i understand um but yeah this just just keep watching this space i'm sure we're gonna be talking about it a lot this time of year um now let's talk about daytime television a pioneer a trailblazer is an understatement 2020 anchor creator of the view barbara walters has died at the age of 93 after shattering the glass ceiling as a woman in the broadcast news industry walters was a reporter and co-host of today before moving to abc news where she was the first female anchor of an evening news program walters is best known for her time on 2020 which spawned shows like the barbara walters special and 10 most fascinating people 
She founded The View in 1997, which is still alive and well, that paved the way for shows like The Talk and The Chew in America, as well as Loose Women in the UK. And you know you are an official icon if Saturday Night Live parodies you. Walters was lampooned by the likes of Gilda Radner and Sherry O'Terry, among others. What will you remember Barbara Walters for? Terrorizing musicians. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why? Why did that always spark joy? It doesn't spark joy. Sure Are you kidding me? No. Like, she just made a lot, like, really good for her groundbreaking trailblazer queen, whatever. But, like, what she did to Britney, not okay. What she did to Ricky Martin, very not okay. She also went after Queen Dolly Parton. Like, she's... Hmm... Not it. She's not, I, so you're saying her journalistic integrity was not there? I'm saying... Or did that, it open the doors for the problems that we now had? I'm saying that her journalistic integrity maybe didn't need to be so aggressive with some of the questions and that maybe she needed to... This is just across the board with journalism. Like, you don't need to know someone's sexual orientation. Why are we going so aggressively about it? I mean, she's you also famous to... for asking people what kind of tree they would be. Like, that's fun. That's fine. But like some of the questions she would ask were just wildly inappropriate. And like so many people have, like so many people have come forward and said like, yeah, Barbara Walters interviewing me. Like she asked a lot of inappropriate questions. I was super uncomfortable the whole time. Like there's asking questions and there's just being a nosy bitch. Interesting, interesting. Okay. And like, as, as one nosy bitch to another, like, we have to learn. Sometimes you don't ask these questions. And like, it's just, it's just in a, I don't know. Like, yeah, she's sad. She was a groundbreaking journalist, like trailblazer, trailblazer, Jesus Christ. Second time you said that too. Tra- trailblazer, trailblazer. Um, but like, I don't know, like, I did not shed a tear. I didn't okay. feel any type of way other than hungry. See, I'm, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of The View. So obviously I was, I was sad. I've, saw, I've seen her a couple of times when I went to The View. Um, it, I mean, again, like, I, I think we are seeing some of these interviews because a certain generation wants to call out a lot of the things of the past. And that's why all these interviews will be coming to light. But at the end of the day, it's not anything she didn't do that other male journalists did as well. Oh, 100%. And honestly, go for them too. I think the biggest issue- They're not, is the problem. Well, yes. I think one of the biggest issues is though, is she's one of the most prolific faces of the time versus who's left that was kind of doing that. Because a lot of the newer journalists I'm not seeing do that, or at least it's not as publicly being dug up. She's also put herself forward. She's come forward and said things like, oh, I regret this interview. I regret how I handled myself here. She's owning up to it, at least. That's the thing. And I think that's why people are digging a lot of it up is because she's owning up to it. And when Britney Spears came forward and said, like, Barbara Walters traumatized me and tormented me over the and like really publicly mentioned Barbara Walters specifically is when all of a sudden now everyone's like, wait, Barbara Walters did this to Britney. Did she do this to other people? I think as more come forward, you're going to see this happen a lot more, more people be taken down, but she was very, is very prolific. I can't think of many journalists from that, from that time period that 
by name that are still on TV or still, you know, relevant culturally like she was. Like, and I think that's why she's getting dragged the most is because she's culturally still relevant versus the rest of them are not. And as hard I mean, as that is to say. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, we also should um, remember all the great <clears throat> things she did as far as allowing uh, content for Saturday Night Live. Um, obviously, Gilda Radner's Baba Wawa um, will, will always be funny. But Sherry O'Terry is Barbara Walters. That was peak Sherry O'Terry. Okay. You, 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 your homework assignment is to go no. watch a Sherry O'Terry as Barbara Walters. And listen. Her, and, and her discussion with, her interview with Henry Kissinger. Listen, I'm not an SNL super fan. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm okay with it. I don't find that sketch comedy doesn't always land for me. So, especially SNL lately has not landed as okay, much for fine, me. Okay, fine, Copacabana. Listen, I I had a good ass time singing it. Mary. That's gonna be your new nickname, Copacabana. I there, there are worse things I've been called. I bet. <laughs> All right. Will this mansion levitate? Dua Lipa may not be getting down and dirty and upright physical, but her knitted digs may have some new rules. The British Albanian pop star is building a sprawling multi-million dollar mansion in Sarand, Albania, where her family is roots. It's a coastal city overlooking the Ionian Sea across from Greece. The pop star has found great fame and success in this home will mark her second following her home in London, where she has many a sports car, including two Jaguars. Will Dua Lipa let her new cuddle buddy Jack Harlow in her new digs? Time will tell. Um, I know you're not a fan of Dua Lipa, which is sad um, because she has put out some amazing pop tracks the past couple of years. Why do you hate Dua Lipa? Is it because of Wendy Williams? Is it the Dula Peep? No, I just, I just, I'm not a big fan of dance music, personally, for me. And she's done, she does dance music. You don't like to dance? No, I love to dance. I just, I don't want to sit there and listen to dance music, like, at home while I'm, like, folding laundry. Like, if I'm at, like, the bar or the club or whatever, like, have a good time, sure. But, like, I don't know. Okay, I don't, okay. Listen, I don't when you fold your laundry... Do you do it sitting down or standing up? Standing up. You don't want to put Dula Peep on and then shake your booty? Come on. That is no, I don't put folding laundry on. music. I don't put music on to fold laundry. Do you listen to NPR and drink Chianti? No. no, I don't do that either. I just fold my laundry in silence. Sometimes I'll put like God. a video, like a, like a YouTube something on just to like have white noise. But a lot of the time I don't, I don't really listen to music like normal people do i don't really even listen to music in my car i'll drive in silence usually wow um um, pbs is calling they want a new show called boring housewives no christ no i just when i listen to music i i want to be able to sit there and listen and like really absorb the whole entire experience like i don't want to like passively listen i I listen to music you're probably one of those homosexuals that puts on like handel's messiah and sits on the couch and just orchestrates it with your arms. I don't orchestrate drinking. it. I don't orchestrate with my arms, but I will, I like to actively have it. Like I can't do it as white noise because it's, I want to focus on one, like one thing or the other. And with music, I want to invoke in my, the whole experience with it. And so it's one of those things where I, I, like I said, I rarely listen to music in the car. And when I do, it's usually the Broadway channel on Sirius XM, um, but lately that's just been kind of trash. So I won't do that, but be, I'm, 
I like listening to it. And so if I'm mm-hmm. going to do that, I need to focus on that. So no offense to Miss Dula Pipa, but I, I, I just, I'm not a, if I'm going to listen to dance music, I, I just don't, I really don't. Like, do you listen not, to Britney Spears? I do like Britney Spears. I do like her music. Is not I, dance music? No, that's more pop than like house dance. I would say Dua, Dua, Dua Lipa is, is still pop. I don't, I don't consider it dance music. It just happens to be music you can dance to. I feel like it's more house music, personally. Mm, it kind I of, know. It, I feel like it toes that line like Beyonce's Renaissance did. It's very, it's, it's pop and you can feel the pop roots, but like it is. She can put on house. a full concert with it, just like Lizzo. It's, it's the very. Lizzo's not, Lizzo's not house music. Time. Lizzo's not I house. know, but it's, I, I, I put them in the same category where it's still up to pop music that you can I dance won't. to. Just like Kim we Petras is a little more gay clubs. We, 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 we got to get you to some New York gay clubs where you're going to dance the night away to these monster tracks. Also, like, this isn't news. Like, she bought a house. Like, I don't... Well, the, the, here, here, the, the news part about it is she's building a house where her family is from. Which if, you had cool. all the money in the, if you had all the money in the world, would you buy a mansion near your home or would you pick somewhere far, far away? Um, but I don't know if I would buy a, a build a house. I think that I would. Or, or I don't buy know. a mansion by, by your, by where you're from. Would you do I it? I did. You live in a mansion? Uh, not a mansion, but it's four bedrooms. So 30, see, look, you and Dua, Dua Lipa are similar. You, you, you went home. Well, I went 40 minutes. It's close enough. My pa- my family has to call. I don't. I don't enough. think her family is living off the coast either. Um, but same no, sentence. But it, same sentence. Like and that's good for her. Like I'm happy for her living her dream. In 2023, we need to really re- reevaluate what is news because like I'm seeing it all over now. Because when you said look at it, I'm like it's on like every news channel. She bought. She's building a house and up like uh, page six. This isn't news. Y'all running out of things now. Mikey, if you were to purchase a second home, where's it going to be? Um, I kind of want to buy something in like Napa or Temecula. Of course. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'd also buy you a want the wine. You want I the do wine. want the wine. I do really want the Would wine. you have your own winery, your vineyard? Well, so that's actually, yes. I would. I, I do. I would love to do that and have one of those. Honestly, I love what I do. I love my job. But if I could have a winery or wine tasting room and, and kind of ensure its success, I would do that. Can I be your charcuterie maker? I'm pretty good at a carcucci board. So, okay. Wow. All right. Thanks. 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 Sorry, Mary. Our final topic, um, what is going on with people in the theater? Like a moment straight from a play, an audience member disrupted a performance of the revival of Death of the Salesman as she walked up to the stage, began engaging with the cast and sharing her grievances with the production. Star of the show, Wendell Pierce, tried to defuse the situation before the woman was removed from the theater by police. Reports and videos of the incident made their way across social media as Pierce was praised for his handling of the moment with seemingly inebriated woman he even went as far as to offer to pay for her ticket to leave 
between battling paddly pong with cameras and videos to taking photos of nude scenes and taking out. Is it time for audience members to take an etiquette class before they show up to a Broadway show? Well, this was also a huge discourse on TikTok, actually, a few months ago with regards to people going to Anne Juliet and like singing along or, you know, having fun. And like, what's the, what is the thin line between enjoying yourself at theater and crossing the line? Like this crosses the line. This, this I mean, singing along is going to be a thing that's always going to be there. Like, are you a theater gay who may or may not have sang along to fans from the opera? Probably. Yes. Um, do I know, was it a whole joke when we went to see Jersey Boys and my dad was joking and he's going to sing along with it and, and did some of the time? Yeah, it's a thing. With pop music in, in musical theater, it's becoming a very difficult thing because it's, yeah. it's not a concert, but you're getting the concert style performance. And because something like Anne Juliet or Jersey Boys, you're bringing a crowd that's not normally a theater crowd, you're going to get people who are going to treat it like a concert. Like, oh my God, it's a con- like. I mean, you literally have shows like Six who have been like, okay, we're going to have sing-along versions of the show. So if you want to come and sing with us, okay, you can come to this show and this is the only time you can sing along. I um, feel, which I feel this, like Anne Juliet should do that also. They're, because- they're, they're going to. At some point, they're absolutely going to have to. But this story here yeah. is disgusting. Yeah. Like, this is... I, I've cute. been in theaters before where people have been unruly or done things that I, I would have normally just fucking slap people in the face. I went to see the revival of Spring Awakening, the the um, ASL. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, this is the revival. So the show's been out there for a while, at least the, the first iteration of it. Um, and I was sitting there with my mom at the end of act one where there's, you know, sex. These two people were so offended in the middle of the fucking scene in an ASL production where that scene is done in silence, yeah. making a scene getting out of the room because they were offended. Um, what do you I, think you went to see, people? Oh my God, people have no clue. And this is the thing. Like, I like to go into a show not knowing, but I also am not easily offended. Like, if I'm someone who's going into a show going, okay, I don't want to hear, I don't want to see penis, don't go see Take Me Out. Look it up first literally because we my husband and i when we sat in that take me out theater we're literally looking around the room going okay who do who is prepared for this and who has no fucking clue what they walked into like if you're someone who doesn't want to see it you should you need to be looking up like is there nudity i do think with something like that posters might need to be a little more forward of like hey there's nudity in this show. You may not. I'm fairly come. certain when you not the poster, but when you purchase a ticket, it's probably in that fine print section. I have to just look like, at my ticket. Just like strobe see. lighting and all that kind of thing. It'll. It's going to tell you that it's going to happen. I'll um, have to look at my ticket to see. I. I, I don't think it's on the, the ticket because I went to TKTS. I'm. I'm sure, which I think a lot of people do. They go to TKTS to get tickets. Uh, so they're not going, they're going, oh, it's a baseball show. I want to go see the baseball one. Go to TKTS. TKTS did not tell my husband and I there were nudity. They did not did you say know it the at the show door. Then? Oh, we, we knew the show. Oh, right, because it's a revival. Like, it's been out for show. a while. We all knew what the show was going to be. But people don't. I mean, you and I, we are theater folks. We know these shows. We pay attention to what's going on. We have some semblance of an idea whether or not I know the whole story. Like, I knew about Between Riverside and Crazy. I didn't know the exact layout of it when I saw it. Enjoyed it. Super fun. But like, I think as the audience 
is growing. And as we're, you know, getting people who come, they see, okay, I'm going to see six. I heard it's really fun. Or, oh, I came and I saw, I want to see Anne Juliet, or I want to see the Neil Diamond show. Oh, I really enjoy theater. Let me go see another show. They went to the Neil Diamond. You want to get drunk as fuck at Neil Diamond? Great. Have fun. I mean, that's kind of the vibe there. Um, but then, the, oh, I want to see Death of a Salesman. I know that show's name. I don't know anything about the show, but I know it by name. Let me go sit in it. Oh, but this is theater. I got super drunk at Neil Diamond. It was fun. I got to get super drunk here at this show and it'll be super fun. Oh, it's a totally different vibe. Now I'm mad and I'm drunk and I'm going to do something stupid because I don't know how to act because I'm not a normal theater. Do we, do we know what this woman said? I have not done enough research to... Neither have um, I. Just because it all kind of happened around this weird time frame of the holiday and, and my grandmother turned 91 yesterday. So I was kind of trying to focus on that event. So I've not done a lot of research on this, uh, but it's just, it's just people need to learn how to act when they go to the theater. And like, there's a difference between enjoying yourself and, and being disruptive. Now you are a thespian. You have mm-hmm. um, uh, graced the stage quite a bit in the year 2022. If I, unruly um, audience member, came up to the stage in the middle of one of your performances, how would you have handled it? Depends on the show. Mm -hmm. If it was Susical and I was the cat and I would fuck with them so much Mm -hmm. because it's easy. Like, that's an easy one. Like, you can still play along. It's very much open. Like, so much of the cat's lines and dialogue in that show are are meant to be ad-libbed. So I would fucking play along with it. If it was, I'm trying to think, if like it happened during Heidi Chronicles when I was producing it, if I was on stage, I'm going to be honest, I don't quite know how I, I would handle it. It would be dependent on what this person was saying. I might have to pull was, a Patty Lapone and just be like, you're done, get out. Like, pause the show. What if it was me heckling you and screaming out, shut up, Rachel Berry, as you were singing or Don't Rain Wine Parade? I think that you would have been shushed by people in the audience before it got to me. Because you were so good? No, because people don't want to deal with that. We'll try Listen. it out. We'll, we'll, we'll try it out uh, at Mikey's Cabaret coming 2023. We're not heck. Also, that's the thing. Why are we heckling? Like, it's not like I hate when people do it at comedy shows. Like, it's just, it's not. People, can, people are way too fucking comfortable way too comfortable acting a goddamn fool is heckling at karaoke loud no i just don't it's just not fun it's just not nice like if you don't like it talk shit with your friends quietly like like the rest of us do oh there it is see mikey is the the judgy santana in the back at karaoke which you just tried to tell me i wasn't allowed to be her but i told you like if you want to be judgy be judgy. Everyone does it. We all get in our car and say, girl, what was that? Every single person. It's when you do it so publicly and so disrespectfully. Like, yeah, you may not like something. It may have been a fucking train wreck. Wait till you get in your goddamn car or your hotel room or your house or whatever to have that conversation. Don't do it while someone is on stage. It's just disrespectful. Like, but don't you start screaming at the person. Like, that's not going to make it better. It's just going to make that's you fair. the asshole. Can we go get a private karaoke room and I give you a request of songs to perform for me? 
Why? Because I just I, I would like to see um, some wild renditions of certain songs. Like I would love to see Mikey perform Wrecking Ball. That's the thing. Karaoke is supposed to be fun. Like nobody goes into karaoke trying to like I wanna, win American I wanna hear Idol. Mikey saying "I dreamed a dream." Oh, I can slap some "I dreamed a dream." It's just not a good karaoke song because it's like sad. You want to like pop your pussy at karaoke. You don't want to like okay, okay. make the room cry. This isn't American Idol. Simon Cowell was not there to sign. Listen, you, like. maybe maybe we're gonna have a special edition of Pop Five Weekly Wrap Up where we're in a karaoke room, everyone's there, and we're just gonna go off and and just sing karaoke all night. Oh, I can slap some karaoke. I'm gonna tell you. What are you looking forward to this first week of 2023? Oh, doesn't Drag Race come back? Yes, it does. Um, I will be watching this season, so I'm excited about that. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for, like, the new year. Like, I'm excited for all the, like, things that are going to happen. And it's, like, I'm just choosing that this year is going to be the year of abundance and joy. And I'm really, like, trying to make the most out of this year. Will 2023 be the year you get pregnant? I don't want to talk about that. That's a pregnant this. pause. Are you, oh my God, are you with child right now? Do you have a baby in the oven? No, 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 no. But that is, no, 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 no. But that is a conversation that is currently occurring. So like I said, okay. I don't want to, okay. okay. I'm not okay. jinxing right. that. We don't jinx that. But... I didn't know anything. I put it out there. I said it. Don't blame me. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying I'm not putting any more out, but like, this is a conversation. It's, it, listen, it's going to be a good year. I'm very much looking forward to this year. God, world, what's coming? What's it coming to? If we're going to start calling you daddy, ew, ew, ew. I'm already getting called that on the apps, and it makes me want to throw ew. hands. Um, friends, what I'm looking forward to this week? I'm going to London. Going to DragCon. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much fun. I'm spoil having, Drag Race for her. I am having the most. Traveling anxiety <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life, probably because it's the first time I'm leaving the country as an adult. So uh, that's a stress, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see as much as I can of London, even though there's going to be a rail strike that's fucking up a lot of my plans. But whatever, it's going to be a great time. Um, I hope I meet a prince. There's a lot of them. You could find great. one. There's I hope a lot I find of royals one. there, like a duke or you. You could be. I could see you as a duchess. Listen, I'll take it. I, if I can have a mansion, I'll be one up on Mikey. <laughs> okay, I mean, you want a mansion? Go off, go off Duchess of of I don't know what countries and or states or areas and what's it cities. called? I don't. It's not cities though. Towns. Like, I don't quite know regions, what, like, areas. Sure, whatever. You could be a Duchess of not Sussex because that's already taken or essex i will be be... a duchess of the east river yes the that that's that's it where can we find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug um i'm on i'm not a big i've been kind of stepping away from social media that's a goal of mine this year so i'm just going to give my venmo um at michael dash nichols dash 48 I don't know where the 48 came from, but hey, she's there. <laughs> she's living her truth. Well, as always, it is a pleasure to have you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Till next time. 